Let's look at the geospatial capabilities of SAP HANA Cloud. I'm Ian Thane. Welcome to another SAP Code Talk. I'm really pleased to have Matthias Kometa with me. Uh, Matthias, thank you for joining me. Uh, and as you are a new uh, person on Code Talk, I'd like you to send, spend a few moments and introduce yourself to the Code Talk audience. Sure. Thanks, Ian, and uh, also nice to meet you. Uh, so my name is Matthias. I'm the engineering manager for SAP HANA's multi-model engines. That is uh, the graph engine, the geospatial engine, and the JSON document store. And recently, we've had some exciting enhancements with regards to HANA Spatial, um, which will make every GIS enthusiastic developer happy. And uh, I think that's why we talk today. Yeah, excellent. I mean, you mentioned a couple of buzzwords there. So I'm going to sort of start off level playing field for everybody. What is spatial data and how is it related to SAP HANA Cloud? That's a good question for the intro. So uh, for geospatial data, you typically differentiate between raster and vector data. Uh, this is very similar to image processing. We differentiate between raster images and vector images. Uh, so consequently, if you look at spatial data, you have drone or satellite imagery, and that is considered spatial raster data since it is a rasterized image, right? Okay. Where each pixel in the image corresponds to a point on Earth. Uh, so the term spatial vector data essentially describes geometries, for example, points, polygons, line strings. These geometries may or may not be inferred from raster data. So, uh, for example, if you think about a street on a satellite image, you could use image processing techniques to extract the street as a geometrical line string from the image. This is called raster to vector conversion. But you can also generate vector data, for example, by doing geocoding, so which is converting an address into a latitude and longitude, something which you've probably heard before. Mm -hmm. And now to your question, so how does that relate to SAP HANA? Uh, SAP HANA offers a built-in geospatial engine to persist and process geospatial vector data. So that's important. When we're talking about geospatial data today, we're not talking about raster data and not talking about drone imagery or something like that, but we're talking about vector data, about geometries. Um, the engine in HANA offers more than 100 functions to do in-database geospatial operations and location analytics, like, for example, spatial clusterings. Most importantly, um, this is not a separate product or installation. So uh, that engine comes with every HANA cloud instance, uh, with every HANA on-premise instance. Uh, even if you have a HANA cloud trial, you can just go ahead and use the spatial engine. Yeah, actually, you know, um, I was thinking uh, before our code talk, I was sort of thinking about you know uh, uh, geospatial and, and HANA, and, and then I then I'm thinking that as soon as you described that about vector raster and the amount of data, no wonder it's sitting in HANA. You know, HANA is fantastic at all of this, uh, you know, huge amounts of data, analytical stuff. But I want to get back onto the subject. So taking us on a slight tangent there, uh, but uh, so is SAP uh, a vendor for geographic? information systems or you know how do we fit with that um no in, in fact we're, we're absolutely not a vendor for gis systems um we are as a company and also we as a team we're looking at this topic very much from an integration point of view so my team has the mission to provide a technology foundation as part of the business technology platform mm -hmm. which enables customers to integrate the existing gis platform with their business processes that are typically covered by sap software right mm -hmm. 
ultimately, we want to make these business processes location aware or location intelligent, you can say. The advantage of building that location intelligence as part of the underlying platform mm -hmm. is that the generated insights can be leveraged by any application running on this platform. This may be GIS expert software, this may be S4, this may be analytics applications so, such as SAP Analytics Cloud or even custom applications. All applications that you have that transparently looking at the same data without the need of replication and batch data exchange between different departments, like between the uh, business and the GIS department. So back to your question, no, we're not a GIS company, but we see a huge potential in actually integrating the SAP ecosystem with the GIS software of our clients. Okay, you mentioned integration there, so I'm going to go down the integration route here. So how do we, how does that integration actually manifest itself? Yeah, we look at that integration topic from, from three dimensions, I would say. Um, so we're looking at the SAP ecosystem, the GIS ecosystem, and the developer ecosystem. And this is what we somehow try to get together on one platform. Um, if you look at it technically, this boils down to the following. So uh, if you first look into the SAP direction, um, the ABAP data, the data dictionary already supports HANA's ST geometry type. Uh, with the next release of HANA, we actually plan to, to have that integration even tighter and to have an even more transparent integration into the data. Um, also, SAP Analytics Cloud offers support for integrating geospatial data from HANA so that dashboards can be enhanced by maps or geospatial analytics. SAP HANA as such is certified uh, by ESRI. ESRI is the de facto leader in commercial GIS software. ESRI supports SAP HANA as an enterprise geodatabase, which enables GIS departments to lift the benefit uh, to transparently access uh, all business data in HANA. To integrate ESRI with S4, for example, um, SAP also offers the geographical enablement framework, or the GEF, to link SAP business objects on the one side to ESRI location data on the other side. Mm -hmm. On the developer front, we have just released support for spatial data type uh, for the spatial data type as part of the SAP HANA machine learning client for Python, if you've heard that before. Mm -hmm. So that integration makes it super easy to push down spatial workload to HANA. And to consume the results, for example, with uh, GeoPandas or other well-known Python libraries for visualization and further processing. Mm. And last but not least, uh, to me personally, uh, very important, there is a very strong and mature, mature ecosystem around open source GIS software. So where we in the past did contributions to add HANA spatial support to certain software packages. Okay. I mean, actually, you mentioned Esri there, and I remember... Uh, as part of other stuff that I do for the developer relations team, uh, I, I've sort of got involved with uh, coding competitions and hackathons. And I remember actually recently, probably, oh, time flies by so quickly now, doesn't it? Uh, maybe a year, a year plus ago, we actually did something with Esri on their hack. I'm pretty certain that's right. I, I think I remember that. I, I think it was before, before that whole Corona thing started. Yeah, definitely, definitely there. Uh, I want to take us back to uh, the last thing you mentioned there, which was open source. So how does all of this work with the open source uh, software contributions? So, honestly, I don't know. So- <laughs> It's magic. <laughs> it, it, it's not magic, but we're learning while doing it. Uh, so open source communities are sometimes not especially keen on integration with proprietary vendors, okay. at least as per our experience. So of course we want to contribute the code ourselves, but ongoing maintenance of these contributions is typically a point for discussion. So what we try to do as a team, where we try to engage with the communities and build up trust in us as a team or in us as a company. Um, 
I personally can tell that it's oftentimes easier to work with companies where decisions are made top down. Um, so with communities, it's 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 way more effort for a discussion. But um, of course, on the on the other hand side, these discussions are very productive in many cases. Um, so in the past, we we have added contributions to uh, Dayweaver. So that's a database management studio that offers excellent support for spatial data. And I would argue, uh, if you're a database developer working with spatial data that tool is a must have. Okay. Um, also, we contributed to GeoServer. Um, so we added a HANA community plugin there. GeoServer is essentially a middleware, which connects to SAP HANA on the one side and provides the geospatial data in a variety of standardized web service formats. This can, for example, be used to integrate custom maps into your applications. And just recently, uh, at the beginning of this year, we contributed SAP HANA support to QGIS. So QGIS is a very well-known open source GIS client, uh, which is available for almost any platform. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it sounds really interesting. Yeah, really uh, super, but I wonder whether it's super complex. You mentioned right at the start of our conversation, you know, that there are uh, obviously with uh, the SAP uh, HANA and HANA Cloud, uh, the engine being in there, that maybe, I'm thinking maybe some companies have the data already, but if I wanted to learn, do I have the data to try and how do I try out all of this fantastic stuff? Yeah, I mean, you're right. It sounds complex, um, but the good thing is many of the complex or, or many or large parts of the complexity is actually re reduced by using the right tooling, right? So first and foremost, I do think that each and every company has geospatial data. Like if you think of city names or addresses, hmm. this is all geospatial data once you apply geocoding to it and generated latitudes and longitudes from the data. Hmm. So ignoring that location information, in my opinion, is equally naive as ignoring the time dimension in your data. So think, for example, about a sales report or something, something different, just, just some standard reports without the time dimension. No one would do that, right? But oftentimes you see that the location dimension gets neglected because it seems complex. So using the right software, first and foremost, of course, HANA's geospatial engine, that, that's why I'm here, right? Uh, reduces that complexity and actually it, it takes off the burden of computational geometry off your shoulders. So that's all handled by the engine. Still, you need to know some specifics. You need to know your way around some pitfalls. Uh, but I do think that the resources that you find online also on the SAP community pages can help with that. So just for example, did you know that using QGIS, you can actually import geospatial data set into SAP HANA by just using drag and drop. So it's just a matter of seconds. You can open a file that you find online, for example. So that there are many, many uh, portals where you can download, download open uh, GIS data, like for example, uh, OpenStreetMap, and you can import it using drag and drop. In fact, I recently published a blog that gets you up to speed with a test system in just about 30 minutes. 30 or three minutes, so don't be too exact if it takes you one hour, but in a very short amount of time. Uh, so that block is listed as part of a resource block where I regularly list community updates uh, around SAP HANA Spatial. So if there's any community content, uh, I, I list it in that block. And I would strongly recommend to check this out and find some inspiration for your next dev project. I think you can just get set up in 30 minutes to one hour. And uh, if that's okay, uh, if you can add the link maybe below the video, everyone. Yeah, can check sure, it. we'll do that. That's perfect. That's great. Great, lovely, Matthias. You have uh, you have honestly uh, got got me thinking of some stuff, especially as you say, it's quite easy to do drag and drop, and then you know sort of uh, go from there. So uh, 
I would love to have you back in the future. This is just a, a taster of geospatial capabilities with SAP Higher Cloud. And um, let's, uh, let's get you back in the future. I would also be happy to talk about the other multimodal engines. Like I mentioned in the beginning, we also have the graph engine, which makes it very interesting to combine graphs with spatial data and talk about, for example, street networks and do analysis there. You've, you've uh, let yourself in for something there, Matthias. Thank you very much for joining me and, uh, uh, and have a great day. Thank you very much, Ian. Have a good day. Thank you.